Oh, sorry. Did I mention I? Did I mention I? <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Stadio Podcast. I'm Musa Kwonga. I'm Ryan Hun. And Ryan, this is the... <laughs> this is we go the again, Musa. We go again. This is the second take. Um, of you this sound very, very great. Do you know why? Because I'm just laughing at the absurdity of it all. So I had three bad things happen to me today. Um, as I mentioned before, very quickly. The first was that I shut my thumb in the window trying to help a wasp out. So no good deed goes unpunished. Oh, no. Then I left my cook run overnight, which I've never done before in my life. And I ruined my Thai green curry, which was the pride of my, my food. So I haven't actually had any decent food today. And oh, thirdly, no. yeah. And thirdly, the recording for this first take is lost to the heavens. Yeah. We're doing this in the second take. So yeah. it might be a little bit different to the first one. You never know. We'll be good. We'll be good. Let's go again. Uh, some admin before we get going. So basically for people who don't know for these run of podcasts we're doing the company pieces on FOTMOB we're going to tell you about the theme of the podcast shortly so we'll tell you about the FOTMOB piece then but make sure you download FOTMOB it's available for iOS and Android also we did our second Stadio session on Friday which was like a two and a half hour 80s special only 80s music apart from one David Bowie tune that I played which was a 70s one but it was the first David Bowie tune I could find and yeah only 80s commentary so that's up now we tweeted the link our twitter is at stadio so go and look for that amazing set well took me back took me back it was fun huh might do another one this friday go for it we'll see we'll see but anyway yeah hope everyone is safe and well and getting on okay and surviving with this yeah absolutely that's going on still we hope this will cheer you up because today is our first ever stadio all-star game oh my goodness So Musa and I, for those who have been on the moon and don't listen to this podcast, maybe you can get, can you get podcasts on the moon? You probably can if you've got Wi-Fi. You can definitely get Stadio on the moon. Oh, that sounds good. Listen to Stadio on the moon. Can you imagine like, I think our concepts are so out there. They probably like, transmit naturally to the moon. I think <laughs> we're so left field. <laughs> we have a natural frequency. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be amazing. Up First podcast atmosphere. in space. There's probably, there's been loads of podcasts in space. I'm sure of it. Yeah, but this, this one. So Musa and I are big NBA fans and we were talking about doing like, oh, what if, what if football had like an all-star game? Like a global all-star game yeah. where once a year you had a pool of players that would go into a draft and then you'd have, I don't know, the coaches pick them or something like that. But we're going to pick them today. So we've made a draft of 50 players. So shall I read them out? Let's go for it. All right. So our pool of players for the, the all-star game is Sari van Vedendal. Alison Becker, Mark Andre Stegen, Jan Oblak, Lucy Bronze, Amel Majuri, Trent Alexander Arnold, Joshua Kimmich, Wendy Renard, Becky Sauerbrunn, Raphael Varane, Virgil van Dijk, Saki Kumagai, Dio Obamakano, Sergio Ramos, Crystal Dunn, Magdalena Eriksson, Andy Robertson, Alfonso Davis, Robin Gosens, 
Alexandra Pop, Fede Valverde, Frankie De Jong, Kim Little, Rose Lavelle, Amandine Henry, Sarah Bjork Gunnar Tiago Alcantara, Julie Ertz, Bernardo Silva, Julia Brandt, Kevin De Bruyne, Josip Ilicic, Daniela van der Donk, Megan Rapino, Sam Kerr, Beth England, Kylian Mbappe, Timo Werner, Penilla Harder, Sadio Mane, Lionel Messi, Jaden Sancho, Caroline Graham Hansen, Raheem Sterling, Cristiano Ronaldo, Chiro Immobile, Vivian Miedemar, Sergio Aguero, and Robert Lewandowski. Oh my gosh. What a list. That is brutal. That is brutal. The deal is we're both going to pick 11. We're going to alternate picks and we're going to pick seven subs and we're going to pick a coach, a kit, and a preferred location for the All-Star game. Let's do it. And to give you a heads up now, the FOP mob piece that is going to be accompanying this is that you're going to be able to vote for who you think is the best 11 or who would win in the All-Star game. You're going to be able to vote on which kit you'd prefer. And you're also going to be able to vote on which stadium you would rather see it in. And that'll be the FOP mob follow-up piece to this. And then we'll do the results on the next podcast. Because I think we'll do a mailbag on the next one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because we were going to do the wire one for this episode, but we thought we'd give people a little bit more time to watch the wire. We're going to push it back a week. So we're going to do a two episode football wire crossover thing. Absolutely. It's going to be wild. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? So do you want to flip the coin? Yeah, I've got a two euro coin here. I've got the two euro. We use that as the heads and the other one is the tails. So what are you going for? I'll go for the two. So it's the two and Ryan Hun, you're up. You're up. Yes. (laughs) With the first pick of the Stadio 2020 All-Star Draft, Ryan Hun selects Lionel Messi. Are you sure? Are you sure? Let me think about it. Let me think about it. VAR, it goes to VAR. Yeah, I think I'm going to stick with that. (laughs) I think I'm good. Okay, okay, okay. okay fair enough fair enough um i'm gonna go with (laughs) how can i follow that it's messy i will go with robert Lewandowski. Ooh, you can't go wrong with that many goals you can't go wrong you can't go wrong that's the number nine in the world i'd say yeah absolutely firepower taken care of oh that's a great shout Shout out to Erling Haaland. Did he even make it into consideration? Yeah, uh, they're going to they're going to come for us. <laughs> uh, listen, if anyone complains about so and so wasn't in there, make your own fifty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see, how, see how well you do. <laughs> do you understand us. how hard that was to make that fifty? No, Di Maria. It either. was so difficult. Man. No, Di Maria. Wow. Okay, I know. I it know. was so difficult, wasn't it? Let's get into it. <laughs> All right, you're up. I am going to go with Lucy Bronze. At right back. You love Lucy Bruns. Okay, fair enough. Okay, you know what? You see Lucy Bruns. I've got to go for the other badass right back. Trent Alexander-Arnold. Oh, good shout. Yeah, have that matchup. I like that. Good balance. My pick. I am going to go for Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, wow. We've gone for the big eight. Yeah, I mean, wow. So my first three picks: Lionel Messi, Kevin De Bruyne, Lucy Bronze. I'm not shabby. Okay, let me go. For, I'm all right with that. Let me go for Atlanta's main man, my man, Josip Ilicic. Oh, I knew you'd go for Ilicic. <laughs> Got to go for the, listen the hips. There's no red star. This is the modern red star. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd go for Ilicic. Somebody said. Somebody said in the review. Someone said you say red star too much. Someone else said 
you say unbelievable too much. <laughs> so like, he's had an unbelievable season. <laughs> no, sorry. Thanks for the review. I appreciate it. I'm not being mean, but yeah, thank you. All right, my pick. I'm going to go for another number eight or my second number eight in this formation. Oh, we didn't say the formations. I'm playing 4-3-3. Three, three. What Me are you too. playing? Me too. 4-3-3. Three, three. Ooh, nice. Yeah. I'm going to go for Rose Lavelle. Here's the funny thing. There's no way on earth I was going to pick Rose Lavelle because I know you like her so much as a player. Stop it. No, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. There are certain players I like sacred ground. Boy, do you want to know something funny? I was going to pick Ilicic. No, you weren't. You're joking. Just to see your face. No, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't have. <laughs> hey, no friends here, man. No this friends. is All-Star Weekend. That's true. It's new friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, for defence midfield, got to give this to the Wolfsburg superstar, Sarah Bjork Gunnar Stettir. Ooh. One of the best holding midfielders on the, yeah, one of the best holding midfielders on the planet and scores plenty of goals as well. Yeah, got to be That's her. a great shout. Yeah, great player. Let me just cross her off my list. Okay. Hmm. I am going to go for Megan Rapino, left wing. Wow. Meg on the left, Leo on the right. A politically astute left winger. You can't go wrong with that. Let me think of the only other left winger who made a big statement in a World Cup final, a political statement. It's Kylian Mbappe. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Kylian. Do you know what? It wasn't as big a shout as what um, Megan did, but it was still pretty cool. He was like the only guy on the pitch who acknowledged were them. like, yeah, these, this lot are legit. But you know what's so wild about that? That he just, he went straight from the big match atmosphere to just being chill about it. Mm. Have you seen that amazing NBA thing when like NBA players like Janice meet Mbappe and they go, they get so excited. They're like kids. And Neymar, that moment where Neymar was just yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> it was Bless like whatever Neymar. Bless him. Yeah. Neymar comes and they're like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Oh, is it my go? Yeah, it's your go. I am going to go for at centre back, Virgil van Dijk. Cannot go wrong with Van Dijk at centre-back. Best centre-back in the world? Mm. Is he the best centre-back at Liverpool? I mean, yes. <laughs> Sorry. So, next have, question. Do you know what it is? I'm just firing hot takes for people. Just because people might be like, oh, these guys, there's no hot takes. It sounds like fear. From who? It sounds like fear. From who? From you, Musa Kwonga. Why am I afraid? Why am I afraid when I'm picking Raphael Varane, who is low-key the best centre-back in the world, apart from Van Dijk? Varane is the guy. I think he's better than Ramos. Oh, and yeah. he's been amazing for Real this year. Yeah, he's been amazing for Real this year. That's a great shout. Yeah, I think it's Varane for me. Hmm. What to do? I'm going to round up my midfield, playing in his favoured deeper role, collecting the ball from the back, carrying it forward, and combining ever so sweetly with Kevin De Bruyne and Rose Lavelle. It's going to be Frankie Diong. That's uh, name me a smoother midfield. I'll wait. The air left my lungs because you know <laughs> when I see that team, I don't even think of a midfield. I see a, it's a jazz soundtrack, isn't it? That midfield three, that amazing. Uh, there's a, the amazing compilation of Barcelona in the peak Guardiola era, mm. and someone set it to piano. Yeah, and it sounds like that. That's it. That's one of the best midfields I've ever seen. I like this midfield. I'm happy with that. Like, I think Cruyff would like that midfield. So I'll complete my midfield with someone I think is desperately underrated and who is a beautiful footballer, has been for best part of a decade, Thiago Alcantara. Oh, that's a good shout, Musa. I just think that's a great midfield. It's more of a counter-punching midfield, to be honest. Yours is a possession-based midfield. This one is counter-punching, but it's still got some decent tempo in it. Yeah, I mean, if Thiago gets the ball, he might be able to do something fun with it, but will he ever get the ball? 
off these three. I think he'll be okay. They'll be okay. They'll be okay. And the thing is as well, Frankie and De Bruyne, they're not tiny. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. They can put themselves about. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people would probably say, oh, where's the defensive side? But Frankie can defend. De Bruyne can, can defend. He can and defend. Rose Lavelle can defend as well from the front. Yeah. I mean, these. I'm not worried about these guys. They can take care of themselves defensively. Thiago, Ilicic and Gunnar Stottir, they can put the foot in. They can play it. Okay. So yeah, that's that's our midfield. You're up. My pick. I'm just looking who I've got. I'm gonna go for a goalkeeper. I'm gonna go for a blacktopus. <laughs> I, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright Sid Lowe. I knew you were gonna say that word. Shout black- out to Sid Lowe and the Spanish Football Podcast. <laughs> I am taking Jan Black in goal. The Oblactopus, absolutely brilliant. My second Slovenian son. Astonishing. Behind Luka Doncic. <laughs> Who would probably be at this game, actually. Oh, Luka's going to be there all weekend. Are you kidding me? Luka's social media on this All-Star weekend is going to be so funny. And everyone's going to love him. I reckon he'll walk everywhere in like his sliders and those white socks on, like a German yeah. tourist. Do you know what, actually? When you have my pick for coach, I think they might appoint Luka as assistant. Um, okay, so you've gone for a star shot stopper. I'll go for an astonishing shot stopper as well because I think the centre backs I'm going to choose will allow me to go for a pure like because I think, yeah so Sari Van Benendol nice outstanding in Holland's run to the final was absolutely integral in them getting there actually Abs- yeah absolutely and I would say if we're talking pure shot stoppers it's really her or Tess Stegen that would be my my key after our black and yeah. I think that she's had the better season marginally Tess Stegen's had a slight wobble this year but yeah what are we up to here. Okay, I need a left back. And my left back is going to be... I'm going for Crystal Dunn. Crystal Dunn's going to be my left back. Lucy Bronze on the right, Crystal Dunn on the left. And that combination on the left-hand side, you've got Dunn, Lavelle, Rapino. Wow, combinations. No, I I agree with that. I agree with that. That's very strong indeed. That's very strong indeed. Think of the right-hand side as well. Bronze, De Bruyne, Messi. That's horrifying. I don't want any part of that. Unfortunately, I have to have a part of it. I have to. I've made my bed a bit of lie. That is terrifying. Okay. Wendy Renard is my centre-back. My other centre-back. Oh. Yeah, the French combo. It's a super smooth back line, I think, and it allows them to play a very, very high line, which is important. Who are the rest of your your defenders? Trent, Alexander-Arnold, Raphael Varane, Wendy Renard. So I need a left-back as well. But I'll let you go first. See, I was really hoping to have Wendy Renard next to Virgil van Dijk. Yeah, yeah, I know, and I could tell. But I was thinking, I want a French back, a French uh, centre-back partnership. Well, I need a centre-back, so I'm going to go for Dio Upamecano. I mean, any player that can be that dominant, I mean, the gap that he closed, I mean, Leipzig obviously this year have been really amazing, but they've had that at the expense of their centre-back line. So he's had a lot more work on his plate. Yeah, especially with the injury to Ibrahima Kanate. Yeah, who was a big loss. Um, and for him to step up like he has, I mean, what, maybe the best centre-back in the Bundesliga, we could say? Oh, yeah, I think so. This season. Yeah. Yeah. Your pick then, Musa. My pick uh, for left-back, I'm going to go a bit hipster here. And I'm going to put Alex Pop at left-back. Oh, there he is. It's very... <laughs> listen, listen. Do you know what? Do you know what? No, no. Do you know what? Because people have said, oh. Someone said, now people are discovering Stadio how are you going to keep it hipster? And I'm like, you've not even seen hipster. 
Yeah, I was like, we haven't even got started yet, guys. We're not in the the foothills of hipster. (laughs) Get it? (laughs) You wait till we do our episode purely on West African band leaders and footballers. Who would play who? West African registers. (laughs) 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 Oh my goodness. So yeah, um, Alex Popper's left back. She played there for Duisburg when she won her first Champions League and she was outstanding and she can run a game from the back of the field and she can basically run an entire flank as well. I mean, she can run a game from anywhere. Well, exactly. And I just think if you've got that back four, they can withstand any kind of pressure. Mm. They can be compact and they can break as well. They can play high up. So yeah, Alex Pop is my left back. Amazing. I need a centre forward and I'm going to go for arguably one of the deadliest centre forwards in the world. I'm going to go for Sam Kerr up front to complete my my forward line. That is absolutely incredible. (laughs) That's incredible. That is absolutely incredible. Sam Kerr, Leo Messi and Megan Rapino. Yep. Lord. Oh, I know. Lord. <laughs> I will go for <laughs> sharp intake of breath. I'll go for, to complete my front three, I'll go for Vivian Miedema. Oh. Which actually, to be fair though, that is not the best balanced in terms of positions. But my thinking is that Alexander Arnold presses really up on the right flank and those three play really closely together. Well, before we get too much into the analysis, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back. We'll do a recap. Sure thing. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll see how how we think they'll fare against each other. Indeed. Team Musa versus Team Ryan after the break. All right, we're back from the break. So let's recap on our 11s before we get into the subs and stuff. So do you want to go first, Team Musa? Yeah, sure. So goalkeeper, Saiva Vinendor, back four from right to left. Trent Alexander-Arnold, Raphael Varane, Wendy Renard, Alex Pop. Midfield, Sarah Bjorkgren as the tier. Deep line behind Josip Ilicic and Thiago Alcantara. Front three, Vivian Miedemar, Robert Lewandowski and Kylian Mbappe. I like your back four. I think the back four is very, I think this team actually, to be honest, it's very Mourinho actually. I didn't realise it when I was picking it, but I'm like, oh my goodness, I've actually chosen a very Mourinho team. Well, I'll take your Mourinho team and I present to you Team Ryan, Jan Oblak and goal, a back four right to left of Lucy Bronze, Virgil van Dijk, Dio Opamecano, Crystal Dunn, deep line midfielder of Frankie Dion, flanked by two eights, Kevin De Bruyne and Rose Lavelle. And then a front three right to left of Lionel Messi, Sam Kerr, and Megan Rapino. Do you know what really concerns me about this? What's that? I'm not sure you're ever going to get the ball. Actually, your midfield's unbelievable for possession, I think. But if you look at counter-punching teams, this team has everything you need for a counter. It's unbelievable for counter-attack. You've got Ilicic, who runs the best attack in Serie A, and maybe the best, the most productive in the Champions League. Uh, you've got Thiago Cantara, who is perhaps the, one of the best game managers in terms of like management of a tempo of a game in world football, you could argue. Gunnar Zatia, perhaps the outstanding defence midfielder in the women's game uh, and in world football generally, I would say. And then you've got a back four that basically can play a very high line, can play as those two, um, the right back and left back, Pop and Alex Arnold, they can play as, uh, what I would say, they play as wingers. So I feel like this team matches up its strengths match up to your team's weaknesses. There aren't many of those. 
and vice versa. I think it'd be a really good game. I think it would be. I think your team would have more of the ball. I think very much yeah. the best chance of success, if I'm being very honest, your team has the edge in terms of talent, I would say. I think that's absolutely right. I think for this team to win, it would have to play a very high line and it would have to compress the space between the lines. Mm. That's the chance it has of winning. I think if this becomes an open game, I think your team has it. Ooh, okay. Should we get into subs? Yeah, let's do it. So should we go same order? Yeah, why I'll not? I'll pick first. Why not? Or do you want to pick first? You go first. You go first. All right. I'm going to go for Marc-Andre Stegen. I mean, what can you say? You can't. No, not bad for a backup. <laughs> can you any, oh, actually. No, I'm not. Oh, no, I'm not. A change, of, a, change, I'm go, a change of heart. Yeah. Whoa, no, what uh, am I talking about? Uh, I'm going to go for Alison Becker. Oh, no. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm going for Marc-Andre Stegen. <laughs> You've gone for Stegen. I'll go for Alison Becker. Ooh. Well, I mean, it was inevitable. There's only one keeper left. You've got to put a keeper on the bench. Indeed. I'm going to go for Jaden Sancho, just because. Why wouldn't you? I see your Dortmunder, and I go for another one. I go for Julian Brandt. Oh, young Julian in there. He's maybe unlucky not to have started, actually, in a different world, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go for someone who has a hell of a lot of creativity, great passer of the ball, great vision, can score goals, but is also full of bite. But Ryan, I'm not on the bench. <laughs> you're not full of creativity at all what are you talking about <laughs> you're a past last striker that's what you were <laughs> uh, I'm going for Daniela Vanderdonk. oh I can't go wrong got to have Vanderdonk on there yeah you do absolutely I will go for a player perhaps unlucky not to have started Sadio Mane oh nice I am going to go for I need another striker I'm going to go for Caroline Graham Hansen. Fair enough. Moving to Barcelona last season. Norway's finest. I think that'd be a great shout. I would have, you know, I would have loved to have taken Ada Hagerberg. I think if she hadn't got injured this year, she would have been in the draft. I would have liked to get Kosova Alstani, but she, she's she gone to Sede Tacon and hasn't really had much support there. Mm. I mean, she had a great season, obviously, for Sweden at the World Cup, but she struggled in the Primera Liga. But yeah, that's a great shout, actually. Those two teams, actually, for anyone who listens to this podcast, check out what Barcelona and Atleti are doing at the top of the women's uh, Primera because those are two extraordinary teams to check out. Well, yeah, when they when the football returns. Yeah, of course. But even just go back and check out some of the old stuff. Actually, shout out to Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg actually screened, um, they put the footage up of the the Wolfsburg Champions League win and uh, the 4-3 win. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. From, I think, 2013. So that's worth checking out on Wolfsburg's Instagram. Yeah, but... um. On that theme of Wolfsburg, while I'm there, Penil Harder has to be in there. That's a really good shout. Who was staying at Wolfsburg an extra season, thank goodness. Great to watch Yeah, yeah that's going to be fun. I could do with a defender. I'm going to take Magdalena Eriksson. Excellent shout. Especially the way, the way that Chelsea have been defending this year as well. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, potentially champions elect when football returns. That is the best balanced team in the Women's Super League. I think so. I would say yeah. so. Best balance. Um, Raheem Sterling. Oh, yeah. Nice. I was thinking about Raheem. We're always thinking about Raheem. Yeah, we are always thinking about Raheem. All right, I was going to go for another defender, but I don't, I'm not going to. So I'm going to go for goals. Oh my goodness. It's only, well, glorious, glorious goals. And I'm going to go for Chiro Immobile. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Okay, then. Serie A's top goal scorer. 
deserves to be in the All-Star game. If you're going for Chiromobile, I have to go, as a goal scorer off the bench, I, I have to go for Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, I think he has to be a factor in a game like this. Um, so yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo it is uh, off the bench. He was going to be my last sub. Yeah, but I think he can't be a last sub. I think he's got to be higher up the list, the pecking order. I mean, obviously, all-star game, Cristiano has to be there. Do you know what it is? He wouldn't start in my team. I think that the three players there actually have better combination play. I think that Miedemar, Lewandowski and Mbappe all have really good approach play. They can stitch together a counter. They can play intricately. And he doesn't really, I don't think at this stage of career, he's that guy. But I think if you support him with more differential wingers like Sterling um, and Sadio Mane, then at the peak of an attack, he's still devastating. So yeah, I'll have him on the bench. That's provided me with, an, with a problem. I'm going to go for more goals. Go for it. Gunners. My bench is so goal heavy. Whoa. Stocked. I'm going to go for Sergio Aguero. Oh my God, that's incredible. The Sandman. <laughs> Sergio Aguero. Is, I Sergio love this Aguero bench, is, man. He's so deadly. He should have like theme music when he comes on. Do you know what we should do actually? We should ask separately, just for fun, if you want to like have theme music for subs that come off the bench. <laughs> yeah, oh no, 100%. Everyone's going to have their own walk-on music. Do you know what? We have to do that at some point. We have to do that. Footballers and walk-on music. If footballers are restless, what's the walk-on <laughs> oh, music? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh, giving our ideas away. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Let them do it. We'll know who it is. We'll know who it is. <laughs> it's so specific. It's like we've just chucking out those marked bills, man. Yeah, football has had walk-on music, exactly. Um, okay, so my final sub- substitute is Becky Sauerbrunn. Oh, great shout. Yeah, absolute stalwart. And just, I think, the leadership as well. The squad here has got so many great leaders. And I think the theme with this team is they're just so self-sacrificial. Mm. they're so self-sacrificial and a lot of them do work that is unseen they'd walk through a wall for a coach like Mourinho wearing a roll neck it's weird because when I was putting this together I was like actually this team does actually have roll neck energy it does it does it does (laughs) right seriously this is the thing right audience let this be your (laughs) glimpse into (laughs) Musa Kwonga's soul like we say all the time I'm like Matthew McConaughey in the first season of True Detective no one believes me and they all think that I should be taken off the job (laughs) everyone's like Musa he's so great he's so lovely look at this 11 and subs that he has channeled it's pure pure it's villainy it's villainy it's pure roll neck it's villainy this is roll neck roll neck in an 18. Someone needs to do a Photoshop of these players. <laughs> you know, like the team, you know what? the team, the team, the team sheets, instead of the team, no, when you have like the team sheets with the little coloured shirts, they're all roll necks. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what the scary thing this team is? It is actually so roll neck. The it energy, is really roll neck. It is actually, if you look at the energy in it, the energy in it. Yeah. Once again, I'm on the right side of history. (laughs) (laughs) What's that thing Thanos says? You know what it's like to lose. To fill in your soul, you're right. But still. (laughs) What's the thing Bane said to Batman about winning? (laughs) Victory has defeated you. There you go, Musa. There you go. The victory of the roll neck referendum has defeated you. But this, I don't know, this this team is... um, (laughs) It's nasty. It is quite nasty. It's really nasty. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, let's move on to the coaches. So I was thinking about my coach. Mm. So for the NBA, you get the usually the, the two top coaches in the league at the time or with the 
winningest record of the season or who won the championship, et cetera, et cetera. So you've got to pick someone who's won recently. It's going to command the respect, but it's also going to vibe with it and enjoy it because it's an exhibition game. It's yeah. fun. It's yeah, all-star, yeah. you know, and that everyone is going to listen to. So my coach is going to be Jill Ellis because I look through this lineup and I imagine her stood there calling Kevin De Bruyne and Leo Messi over and being like, guys, when this happens, then do this, do this. And I just, I see them both nodding. Just being like, all right, yep. Yeah. Okay, Jill. Yep, yeah, got it. Do you know what's really amazing about that, actually? I can, I can see that too. Yeah. And actually, you know what's funny about that? And here's the ultimate compliment to Jill Ellis. There was a great thing I read about Guardiola coaching, uh, how to coach Messi. One of the Argentina coaches actually got in touch with Guardiola and said, look, how do I do it? How do you do it at Barca? And Guardiola said, suggestions mm. like never tell Messi what to do just be like oh Leo this thing um uh, how about that I can imagine Jill Ellis suggesting things strongly to Messi why don't you ask her seeing as she's such great friends with her after your oh, after your I, meeting at the Laureus oh, Awards oh sorry did I mention I did I mention oh Musa I could see it I could sit right because <laughs> for those who don't know we do this remotely obviously but we're on a Google <laughs> Hangout as well so I can see him He's been dying to get this out since I mentioned Jill Ellis. Oh, did I tell you about the Jill Ellis story? Yeah, Musa, we all heard it. Yeah, we all heard it. Did I'll I find out what episode it's on and, and I'll did, did I mean direct people to yes, it. Did I play live? Did I mention? Oh my God. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, so that's a, that's a great shout. I think that Jill Ellis would be an absolute joy uh, with this team and they would enjoy playing for her. I think, yeah, this sounds a bit weird to say, but... Um, I, I think we'll see like a crossover in coaching. Yeah, got you. In, in our, I, think, I, I think we'll see it in our lifetime, Ryan. Soon, I think. I think we'll see it sooner than we think exactly, sooner than we think. And I think it'll be like a situation where you'll have like an assistant manager mm-hmm. and they'll just step in and it'll just be seamless. And all the players will be like, it'll be one of those ones where there's an assistant coach who everyone knows and then she'll step in and the players will be like, yeah, but we've worked with her for years. Why wouldn't we? And it's just, then it's just no big deal. It will just be like, and, and literally two weeks into the season or into her tenure, no one's even going to talk about it. And I really, I mean, this might sound like us being super optimistic, but I think it will happen in the NBA very soon. Oh goodness, of course. Becky Hammond there is, you know, been on the Spurs bench for a long, long time. She's tipped to be the first female NBA head coach. And I could see it being like a domino effect. As soon as someone takes the plunge and makes the hire, I think you'll start to see it through top level sports more so like football I, know, I think, and I hope I hope it happens because for me personally I just I would just find it brilliant I think you're right we'll see it there first but I think we'll see it in football as sooner than we think mm. especially in football with the transition away from this kind of somewhat sort of stereotypical hard man image to like the more nuanced mm. style of coaching where it's about yeah you've got to you know look at Jurgen Klopp you'd never say that Jurgen Klopp wasn't a tough coach but there's an element of like he doesn't lead by, although he's a, he's a tough leader, don't get me wrong, like Ranieri, he's a tough leader under the surface, but there's a sense of leading, but also a sense of community. We haven't even picked your coach yet. Oh, sorry. Yeah, my, my, my coach is Jurgen Klopp. Oh, yeah, yeah. Klopp and Ellis. And they would get on so well as well. Do you know what I can imagine? I can imagine. They'd love the, it. I can imagine if the All-Star game, there'd be a lot of people hanging out together. I reckon that like Mbappe and Rapino would be like inseparable the whole weekend. Yeah. They'd be inseparable. And I reckon that Klopp and Ellis would have a great time. They're kind of like parents of the team. Yeah. And I think there'd be I think there'd be a joint dinner. I think there wouldn't yeah, be a kind definitely. of definitely, yeah, of course. Yeah. No, everyone would be hanging out all weekend. Yeah. 
this group of players would be so much fun. This would be such a fun weekend. Oh my goodness. Do you know what we should do, Ryan? We should pitch it. To FIFA. Yeah, to FIFA. <laughs> hey guys, we've got a plan. <laughs> you got a big thing. You got a big thing up there. <laughs> oh, you missed Infantino. We've got this idea. We've got this little podcast, right? Why don't you do an all-star weekend of global footballers? <laughs> no, we go through Wenger. We've got to go through Wenger. Got to, oh yeah, Wenger Veng- yeah. push it through. Big thing. And do you remember what I said about Luka Doncic being there all weekend? Yes. And that my coach would probably let him be assistant coach. Oh my goodness. Jill Ellis would totally let Luka Doncic be assistant. And you know what? He'd be the baby of the whole... Everyone would be like... <laughs> he'd be like everyone's kid brother. He'd be like looking up to Oblak. He'd be... You can imagine it, can't you? Maybe well, <laughs> looking down, technically. No, but it'd be the big brother thing. It'd be like, no matter yeah. how much bigger you are than someone who's like older than you, you always kind of look up to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. It'd be <laughs> so adorable. All right, we've got to move on to the important stuff. Okay. What kits are we going to play in? I'm going for the Dortmund kit. Home. Yeah, I want Klopp to channel. channel oh, do- yeah, that's really lovely. Bit of homecoming, you know. And also, because Sadio Mano was meant to be at Dortmund at one point, and he was meant yeah. to be signing, but he he didn't think he was ready and signed him later. Oh, actually, can I say shout out to Jermaine Raffington? This is unbelievable. I found this out. Jermaine Raffington, a really good friend of mine in Berlin, executive produced the Sadio Mane documentary. Oh wow! Yeah, he was like, "Oh, Moose, how's it going? How's it going?" I was like, "Yeah, cool, cool, cool." He's, oh, we did this film about Sadio Mane, and I was like what? Jermaine, that was you. He was like, oh yeah. And I was like, dude, that's everywhere. That's, I was like, that film is everywhere. That's amazing. Jermaine Raffington, Jermaine T. Raffington. I'm so, I am so proud of him. I'm so happy for him. Ah, Jermaine. Yeah. All right. So you're going with the Dortmund home kit. Yeah. So that eliminates a light colored shirt. I'm going to go for, (laughs) I'm so happy with this. Ah, go for it, go for it. I'm going for Roma's third kit. Oh, the navy, glorious. old school Nike badge, burgundy collar with the yellow V-neck, yellow and burgundy trim. That's beautiful. I think that's probably my favourite kit around at the moment. That's a beautiful kit. But Ryan, can I just, can I be honest, can I ask you a serious question? Have you designed all this just so you get to play a DJ set at the after party? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Ryan, you're going to... I know what this is about. You're going to play a stadio set. There, you've done that thing. You've bitten your nails. That's what, there it is. There's the tell. Ryan. You can keep going because I'm cutting this. Ryan, you're, <laughs> going to, you're going to play a stadio session, aren't you, at the, uh, the after party? You are. You are. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. Dude, how cool. You can, you can host. How cool. Oh my God, no one wants me in a microphone. Goodness me. <laughs> Do the electric slide, everybody. Never Do the boogaloo. <laughs> Never trust. I said this before. Never trust an Eastie Ghana with a microphone. <laughs> See, I can't say shit like that. I can. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, so. I'm enjoying this so much. I am, but we should probably wrap soon because we've been talking for a while. Where are we going to be? Where are we going to play it then? Where are we going to play the game? You go first. Go on. What stadium would you nominate to host this weekend? The city has to be Lisbon. It has to be Lisbon. After all of this sad um, time is over, I reckon we all break out. Nice sunny weather. Head down to Lisbon. Wow, cold beers by the beach. Oh, that does sound nice. Do you know, actually, can I just say this? But the reason why Lisbon's so cool is all the like the ex-footballers and other like athletes who are just going to rock into town. Because Lisbon's such a cool place because you can get people who wouldn't normally come to come and spend a weekend mm. there. So I'd be hanging out with Clarence Seedorf, just chilling. The game would be at uh, Benfica Stadium. <laughs> Estadio Sport to Benfica. Wow. Yeah, me and Clarence just hanging out, you know. Maybe just get a golf buggy and just go around town. Get a golf buggy. 
Listen, listen. What to do, baby? <laughs> Two dudes in their forties on a golf book just cruising around Lisbon. OG, that is OG. Listen. Oh my god. Listen, flat, flat cap gang, flat cap gang. You know how it is. <laughs> that is OG. That is OG. What? Listen. An image. <laughs> what an image. Levels, the Kwonga and Sadoff. Sadoff and the Kwonga. <laughs> oh. What a vision. <laughs> you can That's see it. Absolutely killed me, that. <laughs> it's taking him out. <laughs> Ryan's eyes are watering. <laughs> Goodness. I could just imagine you two going full like Uncle Drew and being like these young bloods. <laughs> these young bloods. These young bloods. Young bloods. <laughs> 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 And like Clarence being like, look at these kids. People don't wear shoes anymore. I like your shoes, Musa. I appreciate your boot cut cords, appreciate Musa Kwonga. And that'd be the best thing that anyone has ever said to you in your entire life. Exactly. Clarence Sadoff picked up your trousers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's a lovely image, but it's a shame it's not going to happen there because oh, wow. unfortunately the All-Star Weekend is going to be taking place in Seville. The beautiful, oh. beautiful city of Seville. Oh no, what a shame. What a poor consolation prize. A terrible, terrible weekend this will be. And it's gonna the game itself is gonna be played under the lights Sunday night at the Via Marine. I mean, you can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong. And the food as well, the food. And the VIP section. Oh Nabil Fekir. Nabil Fekir with the company box and Joaquin. And the food the food. But also can I say this? I flew into um Seville once. And it is the most stunning, you know, there are some cities that are so stunning that from the air, they take your breath away. The mm. only other city that's really had that impact when flying in, I, don't, I wouldn't mention London because London's more familiarity, is Rio de Janeiro. Flying mm. into Rio and Seville are the two most breathtaking, because just from the air, they're just mm. mind-blowing places. So yeah, yeah. That's a great shout. All right, then let's recap before we get out of here. So I present to you Team Ryan. Jan Oblak, Lucy Bronze, Virgil van Dijk, Dio Upamecano, Crystal Dunn, Frankie Diong, Kevin De Bruyne, Rose Lavelle, Lionel Messi, Sam Kerr, Megan Rapino, with a bench of Marc-Andre Stegen, Jaden Sancho, Daniela van der Donk, Caroline Graham Hansen, Magdalena Eriksson, Chiro Mobile, Sergio Aguero, coached by Jill Ellis, wearing the Roma third kit, and nominating the City of Seville, the Via Marine as the location of the All-Star game. That is absolutely incredible. I just shared a little tear. And rightly so. At the thought of that. As you, as you should. Musa, I created this. <laughs> you did. You did. You did. Uh, and it, it's just a shame you created that because it's not going to take place exactly as you want because it's going to take place in the Estadio Sport Lisboa <laughs> in Benfica. So that's not, it's not your fault. You won't know that, but that's what's taking place. I know. I know. Uh, and the team will be coached by the mighty Jurgen Klopp and fully clad in Borussia Dortmund kit. But of course, they'll arrive at the game in black Rolex because that's how they roll, quite literally. Can I throw out a curveball? Can they, you know, sometimes when Dortmund play away against a team with dark shorts and they wear all yellow? Ooh. Because we'll be wearing all navy. Yeah, why not? Why not? All yellow. I would like all yellow, but with the black trim on the socks, maybe. Yeah, they yeah. got because they've got yellow and black stripes on. Yeah, that's perfect. That's that's amazing. I love that's actually my favourite Dortmund kit, to be honest. When they wear the all yellow. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I lo- it I looks that. so good, doesn't it? It's so crisp. Okay, so we've got goalkeeper, Sai Van Vinendal, back four, 
Trent Alexander-Arnold, Raphael Varane, Wendy Renard, Alex Pop, Centre Midfield, Sara Bjork and Estatia, Josip Ilicic, Tiago Alcantara, Front Three, Vivian Miedemar, Robert Lewandowski, Kylian Mbappe, King, oh my God, King Kendrick, King Kendrick Mbappe, Stubbs Bench, <laughs> Julian Brandt, <laughs> Becky Sauerbrunn, Penil Harda, Alison Becker, Raheem Sterling, Sadio Mane, Cristiano Ronaldo. Good night. Wow. Strong that was fun, search. man. So much fun. Absolute pleasure. Before we go, yeah, that, that's really cheered me up because I had a really bad day, actually. If I consider, oh, not, man. Not, not in a grand scheme, not in a grand scheme, like, you know, nothing serious went wrong. But just, I think when you live at home like this, like, and we're isolated, there's just stuff you have to get done. Like, I didn't get a couple of deadlines and my food was basically like, it burned, collected on all night. And it's like small things like that, but actually having recorded this, it's really been an upper. So thank you. Yay. Well, we hope it's had the same effect for everyone else who's listened. And one thing I should say as well, and what before I forget on a slightly serious note, um, one thing I did realise actually this week is the importance of calling people instead of texting them. Mm. So a really good friend of mine I hadn't spoken to for ages. I would normally just send her a text and be like, yeah, just thought I'd check in. But I thought, you know what? I went on my evening walk, um, like 45 minute brisk walk around town. I thought, you know what? Let me just call her instead. Picked up the phone. We spoke for an hour in the end. We hadn't spoken like that for, for months. And it was really enriching. So I would just say where possible, because I know it's a privilege because not everyone's got the money or the credit or the time to like actually call because people are busy. But as far as you do have time, a phone call sometimes is so much more powerful than a text message. So if I've got any kind of advice, I want to sound like a bit of a granddad here, but any kind of advice at all, like a phone call does make a huge difference. So yeah, there you go. Did Clarence tell you that? Do you know what? You'd be amazed what me and Clarence, that's another mix. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you take us out. I'll let you take us out. All right. Just to echo what Musa said, and we hope everyone's safe and well and healthy and getting on okay. Um, we really appreciate all the amazing feedback that people have given us recently, and we're glad that we can kind of do some stuff that you know will help pass some time at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at Stadio. You can follow us on Instagram at Stadio Football. The website is Stadio.Football. If you do listen on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating and review because it does help us grow the podcast. It really does. Yeah. And don't forget to download FOTMOB if you haven't already for iOS or Android. We'll be putting the accompanying piece for this up where you can vote on the 11s and all of the stuff. It will be up probably Monday evening, European time. If you're listening to this after Monday evening, we'll drop a link directly to the article back into the podcast description. So you don't have to go searching for it. I think that's kind of everything, right? Yeah. We're playing out this episode on Barbara Lynn, Mellow Feeling. It's nice as the weather starts to heat up a little bit. It's a nice one. Yeah, absolutely. And the weather's been, hey, the weather's been glorious in Berlin too. It's been yeah, glorious. Yeah, it's been nice. Yeah, really nice. Um, and we'll be back on Thursday with a mailbag. Looking forward to it. Take care, everyone. See ya.